welcome to another episode of Quarantine Soaky Nostalgia. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I am joined this week. <laughs> All right, I am the Matt. Who's with me tonight, guys? Sir Bradley. Tiny. Alan. Alan, you were a little under the weather last week. You feeling okay tonight? Uh, I wasn't. Uh, it was it was more of an allergy thing. Anytime the season changes or the weather changes, my allergies that crazy. Oh, uh, okay. So you're Ronaless. I'm Ronaless. I'm Rona. That doesn't stop me from coughing coughing in awkward moments. So. Oh, that that happens to oh. me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Or, I'm sorry, coughing and, and creating an awkward moment. With as packed as the stores have been and as ravaged as the shelves have been, I wanted so badly to cough as loud as I could just to get people away from the aisle I'm walking to. Hey, just be glad you don't have Tourette's, and every time you cough, you go, <clears throat> I got it! <laughs> <laughs> so, so fun, funny story. Um, I work in a call center, and we have not shut down yet because we are considered essential employees, which I never knew that I was considered an essential employee. But um, well, as of eight o'clock tomorrow, that might change. Um, so funny story. Uh, I've already sent that up and our legal team come back and said, no, you are essential employees. And then sent out a letter saying you can be out to go to work. <laughs> That's because you're not allowing the public wow. into your building. So that makes it different. Uh, but anyway, yeah, but so they're all I'm, like, like elbow to elbow in cubicles. We, so. we are not, actually. Um, we we have taken precautionary measures because we're the only account in the building that can't work from home. So now everybody is six feet apart. So we are following hmm. CDC guidelines. They also wear the, the Leslie Nielsen body condoms. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. uh, the Howie Mandel hazmat suit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I was I was talking to my boss the other day, and he was like, hey, what took you so long to respond? And I was like, sorry, I had to walk through the call center, and you know that I can't go four feet without somebody stopping me and asking me a question about it. And he goes, yeah, the next time you get up to go somewhere and do something, just cough real loud and wipe your nose with your hand, and nobody will ask you anything. <laughs> I'm all... <clears throat> I'm all for this precaution <laughs> deal. Like, I understand it. It's... <clears throat> I think Bashir's doing great. Oh, oh but, my uh, God, that I was listening, is doing amazing. I was listening to Howard Stern today, and the entire show was broadcast from all of their homes. Howard's house, yeah. Robin's Fred, Alec Baldwin called in. Yeah. I was like, okay, uh, this is different. Because <laughs> Howard, every once in a while, would get, like you would hear that, uh, that staticky phone... <laughs> Like, I bet if he could hear that, he'd be flipping right now. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's it's like right now, uh, we're recording. uh, We're all on Skype. Um, I'm the only one on live mic because I have the equipment. And I'm in my mother's bedroom. (laughs) Lock the door, and hopefully (laughs) it doesn't sound too bad here. That's uh, I don't know. You probably can hear the mayor, or the mayor, the neighbor on his guitar. (laughs) <laughs> let's hope know. not which let's... which is suitable for tonight's topic yes yes it is it is very much all right let's get the business out of the way so we can uh, get uh, get into the main topic all right so of course if you need to reach us uh 
Yeah, Alan, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I explained to Sir Bradley that reach we can't do the reach around because of the uh, the social distancing. Uh, so. <laughs> I listened to both episodes, and they they were very well. I, I found myself kept I kept wanting to call in. <laughs> <laughs> And, that, and I kept uh, catching that, myself. I'm like, I can't yes. call in. That makes yeah, me very happy. Alan. Yes, we yeah. are that good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was it was pretty good. Cool. All right. Well, if you would like to get a hold of us, uh, metaphorically reach us, you can get us at SoakingNostalgia at gmail.com, DeadpanStudio18 at gmail.com, as well as the website DeadpanStudio.com. Now, if you're listening to us, you're on one of the streams that we have, which is iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, as well as the Podbean app, which we keep getting new followers there every week, which is great. It's DeadpanStudio.Podbean.com. Tell your friends. Wee. I do that too much. I don't need a pat on the back. <laughs> mouthful. Totally right. a mouthful. Before we get into the main topic. Well, you got a damn script. Of course you ought to learn that by now. I actually didn't go by the script. <laughs> the format. I just... Well, you, you've read it so much. You oh, yeah. know. Yeah, and the what, only... Wait, there's a script? There's a format, yeah. <laughs> I swear, man. You got a head like a weather vane. <laughs> uh, all pointing that, and spinning Alan? in all directions. You get that, Alan? Head like a weather vane. Head like a weather vane. <laughs> Sorry, that was a, it. Was an inside joke between Alan? Ichabod Crane. Well, um, we uh, we do have a couple of uh, news stories to go through real quick for about two or three minutes, if we if it even takes that long. Um, we have <clears throat> we have no confirmed cases in. Barron County, Metcalf, Hart, um, and there's a couple others, but the ones that are in the immediate area, we have not had any uh, confirmed cases of. of Speak uh, for yourself. You, you know why? Why? God bless. Because because meth heads Dandy. don't go to the emergency room. <laughs> no, for real. West Virginia has like the least amount of people uh, of cases, and everybody's wondering like why. Just go white might be the cure. <laughs> I believe. Well, I, 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 all I I'm going, all I'm going to say is, you know, for a fact, as well as I know for a fact, that there are some people that may or may not reside in the eastern part of the state or the western part of Virginia that ain't going to no hospital and reporting no numbers. Well, that's true too. They'll go to the clinic, but they won't go to the hospital. uh, Believe me, I used to work at one in Virginia. The in the mountains, trust they'll me. They'll go to the they'll go to the moonshiner down the block. <laughs> they'll do that too. <laughs> they'll be fine. Yep, exactly. So by the time this episode drops, uh, all non-essential businesses are going to be closed to the public. If you have a drive-through for certain ones, go to the uh, Governor Bashir's website, uh, and he will have an entire list of things that are still open and stuff that are closed. And if they don't comply, call that number. Exactly, exactly. Um, but we were we were talking about this. Uh, we have to say, Governor Bashir, you're doing a great job. Love you, Andy. You've got my vote. You yeah. won my vote. Did you guys see that meme that says, Andy walks with me, Andy yes. talks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Some of this does tie in together. To all, the... all I'm saying. Go ahead, man. I, I was just going to say. Yeah, I was just going to say, if he doesn't run for president in 2024, it's the worst mistake he's ever made. He won't. The fact that we have people 
Well, the fact that we have people making memes talking about trading him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tennessee if, can't. If you stand haven't it. seen those, yeah, see see if you can uh, see if you can go find those. Look them up; they're hilarious. Uh, I mean, Vegas if, offered us the Bunny Ranch. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to save it, it, diseases from Kentucky. That, it's bad enough that we have the better basketball program, but now yeah. we also have the best, the better governor. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Which was a big stretch <laughs> from one year ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like what you did there. Yeah. Now we do have some a it's little true. bit of national and international news, which does kind of tie into this. Did you all hear about the uh, Tokyo 2020 Olympics being and Paralympics have been postponed until the summer of 2021? The first time that it has been moved or canceled in a time of peace. Yes. Yes, that is correct. They didn't even do that with the Nazis. Wow. Yeah, that just tells you how serious yeah. they are about this. So, yeah, it's, it's insane. Yeah, we don't really have that much to cover tonight for that, just because, you know, it's the only thing in the news right now is the virus, the virus, the virus. So everybody stay healthy. Everybody be careful. Um, you know, do your, do your social distancing properly. Let's get through this. I know the Presidente, El Presidente, you know, Captain Fanta said that uh, he would – uh, he would like for the economy and everything to be back open by Easter. I don't see it happening. It's wishful thinking in his warped mind. He's probably yeah. trying to instill some hope saying, Hey, you know, if we can strive for this, great, but you know, whatever, we just got to take it one day at a time. So more on this next week. We closed. <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, <clears throat> let's switch over to talk about our main topic. Are you all ready for that? Party on. Yes, sir. I need some I need some humor. Awesome. All right. Well, let's do a little transition. Now that's what I was trying to do. <laughs> Crazy because I could yes. see the graphic going backwards and forwards. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. If you did not get it from them actively saying it in that piece of music, we're talking about Wayne's World. And we're talking about, actually, the Wayne's World, the movie. Who who all here... Is there anybody here that has not seen the movie? Raise your hands. If you say yes, you get one punch from me. <laughs> It's okay. I'm seeing the one person at home who's listening to this going, no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I've only seen the second one. Oh, I've even seen the sequel. Can't really. By, by, oh. by the way, to, to let our listeners know, I'm about 6'6", 350, built like a linebacker. And, and he has a big beard That's to back true. it up. <laughs> well, 50 pounds comes from the beard, though, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, at least 50. At least yeah. 50. <laughs> uh so let's uh, let's give a little rundown for the possibility that some people may not know. Now they might know who Wayne and Garth is, Mike Myers, his work. They may be familiar with what Wayne's World is, but let's uh, let's talk a little bit about what the movie was about. Anyone? Bueller. 
Bueller, Bueller. Uh, yeah. So, so basically, um, for anyone that doesn't know, um, the idea spawned from an SNL skit um, with Mike Myers um, and Dana Carvey, where they did the show from this dude's basement, his parents' basement, <laughs> um, and they they were on public access, and you know they basically just talked about really random stuff. Um, they were big fans of Heather Locklear, by the way. <laughs> um, this sounds yeah. oddly familiar. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the movie basically takes place. Um, they finish filming an episode, and there is a uh, producer who is played by Rob Lowe. I refer to him um, as Rob. Who sees it? Rob, I'm an alien and will never la- never age low. I'll I'll go ahead <laughs> exactly. and get that. <laughs> um, but it's been a lonely week hasn't it sir bradley on. do what i'm sorry i said it's been a lonely week hasn't it sir bradley <laughs> uh it has been a lonely lonely week <laughs> quarantine day three yes uh but anyway so uh rob lowe is is this tv producer who sees the show and basically goes to get them signed um, and to make it like a, a network show. Um, and then they get corporate sponsors that they have to kind of like bow to and, and look at. And um, it's basically about how they handle that as well as it's kind of a love story with, with Mike Myers and Tia Carrera. <laughs> show um, <laughs> That's about as basic of a rundown that I can I can give. I'm just very disappointed that Dana Carvey isn't getting any love. Oh, he was in there. Did you hear his voice? I love Dana Carvey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, Dana I mean Carvey. his character. Oh yeah, Dana Carvey. We're about to spread our love on him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've got some really neat tidbits about Dana Carvey um, in uh, in this uh, film. Now, something a lot of people don't realize is, I know we've mentioned Mike Myers, Danny Carvey, Rob Lowe, and Tia Carrere. Oh. Show I, 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 <laughs> I, I can keep naming people in the movie. Oh, yeah, want. there's a ton, a ton of people in this movie that people may not realize or remember that they're in here. Brad, do you remember any outside of the main ones right there? Oh, fuck. I mean, Heather Lockler's in there, right? That's the second movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Was it the first or the second one that had Alice Cooper? That was the first one. It's the first. Um, also, Meatloaf plays a bouncer. Gasworks. Yes. Uh, Chris does Farley anybody plays know, a- Does anybody know what song Alice Cooper was performing? Feed my Frankenstein. Feed my Frankenstein. Yeah, come on, man. That wasn't the actual Um, uh, song that they wanted in there. They actually wanted I'm 18 and School's Out to be played. Um, And it actually wasn't Alice Cooper. or uh, There's a lot of trivia in here. Um, But, yeah, those two songs were actually what they wanted originally, but the uh, manager for Alice Cooper pushed for Feed My Frankenstein. Why? I'm guessing because that was around the time when... uh, 
he dropped a brand new album with a brand new sound with that and Poison and a couple other really good headbanging songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Even my Frankenstein um, is my favorite Alice Cooper song. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. And it's I, I don't know language. that I could. I don't know that I could name a favorite Alice Cooper song just if I'm throwing it out there. But uh, going we back, can't to all like be winners, can we? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Chris Farley is in the movie. He plays the security guard um, at the Alice Cooper concert. Um, Lara Flynn Boyle, Laura, the Laura psychotic girlfriend, uh, ex-girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ed O'Neill, who plays the owner of the donut shop. For those that aren't familiar, oh, they're from Modern that. Family and uh, Al Bundy from Married with Children. Married with, married with Children, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kurt Fuller, uh, who's uh, you know pretty much a... He's in. He was in. A, he was a staple for all sorts of '90s movies, way back then. Uh, Lee Turgenson, uh, Turgeson, Robert Patrick. Uh, Robert Patrick, yes, wasn't. Uh, I remember that one. Brian Murray Doyle in that movie as well. Yeah, Brian Doyle Murray. Yeah, I got. I keep getting those back. Yeah, yeah. For those that don't know who uh, that yeah, is, that's played... Bill Murray's brother. Yeah, he plays the owner of Nose. Uh, yeah. The mayor from Groundhog Day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, this one I know nobody's going to get. Does anybody know who Frank DeLeo is? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> he played one of the mafia bosses in Goodfellas. And so his uh, his ticket was rising very high at about that point. So, um, <clears throat> it's very surprising they were able to pull that much talent for the money that they had. Yeah, it's it's really amazing what they did with that movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was... Even today, Rotten Tomatoes, I think they said they still well, certify it fresh, which that means... I mean, if you think about it, that means it still translates well to today, even though the technology back then is a little different than what we've got today. Well, it probably helped with all that product placement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny enough, yes. That that is that is true. I don't know if we're allowed to say those, but uh yeah, we should get to those later. Yeah, yeah. We've got some we've definitely got some quotes uh from that. I'll, we'll say them anyway. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, also, also mm-hmm. note uh Frederick Coffin plays uh the police officer. Oh yeah. <laughs> um it uh it it came out as a box office hit it came out at number one which there was so much time between that movie and the blues brothers movie since blues brothers was the first snl movie to come out wayne's world you wouldn't have thought would you know be as big as it was especially debuting i think you guys missed the name Did, did we who did we miss yep Meatloaf. Oh no, we said it. Or no, we, Tiny we, did. We, we, yeah, did okay. No, I have yeah, a, I have a I question did. for I have a question for Tiny. What was the character's name that Meatloaf played? Oh, I don't. Uh, I can't remember right off the top of my head. But oh, I remember. It's I Tiny. He did everything. Is it really? He played Tiny. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't even. Didn't even uh, see, the only thing I can remember when they're talking when in the movie when when they interact is him talking about who's playing, <laughs> and he says the shit. 
Beatles. Are they any good? Oh, man. This movie's had, had such a huge effect on pop culture. They popularized so many different catchphrases. Oh, my God. Uh, of course, we already had one, Schwing, which, if you can't guess what that means, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> bada, bada. Mm-hmm. It's baseball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah, baseball. <laughs> It will be mine. Oh, yes. It will be mine. I don't know if that you can consider that a catchphrase-ish, maybe, but I know I said um, it a lot after any, watching the movie. Anybody, any, anybody know what uh, year the guitar he was actually talking about is with that? Uh, the Excalibur? Uh, yeah. Do you know what? what uh, 1967. 64 close though that's okay i was thinking 70s because of uh you know the throwback to the you know stairway to heaven with uh, led zeppelin no stairway (laughs) denied i'm 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 almost positive that it's a 64 fender stratocaster um classic white single triple coil pickups and a whammy bar and that may be close to a direct quote from the movie (laughs) <laughs> me and uh, tiny used to watch wayne's world one and two ad nauseum just all the time to where we could almost re- well wayne's world two we could recite the lines beginning to end and then wayne's world one just about oh yeah so, oh yeah 100 percent. but what was one of the i mean we we've look at the soundtrack i mean we've already talked about alice cooper um, feed my Frankenstein. Uh, Sweet's Ballroom Blitz at the end of the movie. Gary Wright's uh, Dream Weaver. Yep. Whenever Wayne looks at uh, <laughs> Cassandra. Um, I do have a small tidbit of information while we are talking about the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, everybody remembers in the movie when um he gets his CD player, right? Yeah. And he puts a CD in, in the car. Does anybody know or is that cassette tape? what song? What it? No, no, I know what you're talking so about. Now. It's a different, scene, different scene. No, different it's, scene. it's the, it, yeah, it's the new scene. Yeah. It's when he's actually, I'm pretty sure it's when he's driving up to, uh, see Cassandra and he has the new CD oh, player. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she bought that. Film. Yeah. There, there is a song playing. Uh, I'm interested to know if anybody knows the band or the song. Well, it's been so long since I've seen it. To be fair, I have it written down in front of me, so I'm not going to answer this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt did his homework too, apparently. <laughs> uh, the the song is a Red Hot Chili Pepper song called Sicka Mechanico. Sicka Mechanico. Sicka Mechanico. Yeah, and it was only available on the CD single of Under the Bridge and the Wayne's World soundtrack. So it wasn't ever put out on the actual Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Huh. Okay. But we all know the most popular song to come from the first uh, Wayne's World film. And what was that, ladies and gentlemen? Bohemian Rhapsody. It is what made Mike Myers' cameo in Bohemian Rhapsody the movie so enjoyable because of the lines that he said 
Oh, yeah. Said nobody Nobody's going with. to be banging their head for this in the car. That's right. <laughs> uh, amazing. Now, here's what's interesting about that. Because apparently Mike Myers in Bohemian Rhapsody kind of mimics uh, one of the, the studio heads that were making the movie. They didn't want Bohemian Rhapsody in there either. They wanted a Guns N' Roses track. Hmm. But Mike Myers fought for it because, you know, that was his jam. He loved it. it I just don't think it would have been as iconic with another song. Oh. Even even if you pick, like, the best song from a band, mm-hmm. it's the fact that they have the four-part harmony and everybody's doing the, their lines that they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't recreate that with another song. Well, it's, <laughs> here's the interesting thing. You know, and that came out in 1992. Freddie Mercury died in 1991. So you're wondering, because, you know, Queen wasn't really letting anybody do anything with their music at that time. Does anybody know uh, how uh, Mike Myers was able to play that? Did they start filming before he died? They did. They did. And uh, he got personal permission. Now, this was said by Brian May. This is confirmed with by Brian May um, that Mike Myers was given permission by Freddie Mercury uh, to be able to play the song when he described the scene. See, I was going to say that they contacted Brian May, and Brian May was like, yeah, okay, that's cool. Oh, no, Brian May, Brian May was against it, but... <laughs> Uh, he didn't. He didn't really want that song in that movie because he thought it would have, you know, with the way Freddie was sick, he thought it might have kind of been besmirching his memory. But uh, Mike uh, Mike Myers and Freddie Mercury had a chat, and uh, Freddie was like, "Yeah, sure, go ahead." <laughs> because Freddie Mercury was a genius, and history was made. That's right. And, and technically, well, guys, I, I, I told like you. To well, wait a minute, Brad, before you start stinking up the show, uh, I wanted to uh, <laughs> chime in. <laughs> he says this because we're so far away. I, no, I said it because I, I listened to the other episode and Brad retaliated on me. Oh. <laughs> so I, I had to get a shot. I, <laughs> I had to get a shot in. Anyway, I said before we started recording that my time with you guys tonight was going to be short. And I believe the time has come to ring the bell. That's okay. Um, so I will catch you guys on the next one, Brad. It proceed. sounds more like a whip than a bell. <laughs> Ooh. I think he got you back. I think I think he fired I'm back. <laughs> I I love you though. Oh, he left. <laughs> he left. I couldn't tell him. Oh, he was gone. He was gone. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. Gone. Out. Dang. Uh, be safe, Mr. Hogan. Wash yes. your hands. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and everything else. Keep keep you and the missus uh, very healthy. Anyway, uh, back to uh, Wayne's World. <laughs> you were saying, Brett. <laughs> uh, well, I, I wasn't was... saying anything. Oh, no, I, it... I thought you were chimed in before Alan uh, cut you off for a minute. Oh, no, I, no, I was chimed in to say that, you know, sound more like a whip than a bell so why he's getting off the phone here uh, um, but, uh, 
Actually, Matt, that was me, and I was going to say, because um, I had said Freddie Mercury was a genius, and he was. Yes. However, Brian May, also a genius. Um, literally. Li- literally <laughs> a genius, yes. Let's just... Yeah, the man's a I rocket scientist. Yeah. A physicist. Let's, uh, let's, let's give credit where credit's due. <laughs> and a few more isses. <laughs> uh so, so we, you know, we brought up the uh, the scene where Wayne goes to the guitar shop to look at Excalibur, and then eventually, spoilers, <laughs> by Excalibur. Right. Audience, what we mean by Excalibur is a guitar. Um, a nineteen four Stratocaster, Fender Stratocaster, white with triple coil pickups and a landing bar. Mick's going to wake up hard as a rock when he uh, when he <laughs> goes to bed tonight thinking about that guitar. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's going to happen. Now, in that scene, uh, you saw that Dana Carvey was, you know, he, he went to his own little dream world where he was drumming, right? Yes, I do remember yeah. that very well. Yeah. He actually did play the drums there. That Everything that he did in that scene was real and... Uh, Kind of, he played it on the fly. Dana Carvey is an excellent drummer. Um, oh, he's just a ta- all-around talent. He's he's hilarious as a stand-up comedian. Um, he's you know great as an actor, character actor, and musically inclined. What can I say? Yeah, it's kind of like uh, not that I want to get that far off topic, but y- you know that uh, Will Ferrell looks extremely like the drummer from Red Hot Chili Peppers, and yeah. they actually had a drum off on Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen this. I'm just glad neither one of them came out in just tube socks. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now, uh, do you all know why they say no stairway? They wouldn't let uh, Wayne play Stairway to Heaven on uh, Excalibur? Uh, it has left my mind. Brad, I was going to say, I'm going to let you take a shot at it, but my guess would be they couldn't get the rights for it. Uh, sort of yes and sort of no. Um, the re- it actually comes from something that's that's true. The British music shops, for the longest time in the 70s and 80s, would not allow anybody to play Stairway to Heaven because anytime somebody touched a guitar, that's the first and only thing that they would try to play. That's what they play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. No. Uh, that, that's what I thought it was. Because, um, I don't know, it's just, it's just something that, you know, it attracts people to uh, to playing guitar, that song. So, But Tiny was also half right, which means he you were right. The uh, Well, both of you were right. The cost, um, the first five notes that he plays weren't actually the first five notes to Stairway to Heaven. That had to be changed to uh, no, just a generic not. tone because of the cost and the rights of each individual note. Wow. Yeah. Also, if you notice, they don't ever say stairway to heaven. (laughs) Like they never mention the actual name. It just literally the sign says no stairway. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, I just got some really neat uh, trivia here. Um, So do you all remember, uh, do you know who, Garth based his uh, character on. Okay, this one is, is not something I'm familiar with. Please enlighten. 
he based it on his own brother. He considered him like a MacGyver. He said he can he can fix anything with a knife. So that's how the attitude, the hair, that's how he based it on was his own brother. I did not know that. It, it also kind of explains the taser scene too, right? Yes. Yes. You're exactly right. <laughs> Even um, though the taser for, wasn't... For the listeners... Yeah, I was going to say, for the te- for the listeners who are not familiar with the movie, there is a scene where they're at a bar, um, and Dana Carvey's character, yeah, Dana's, Dana Carvey's character um, gets pushed down by this really big dude. He then goes out and gets, to the he goes out to the car and gets a, yeah, and gets a makeshift taser that he has made himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a he like he has them in holsters. The tasers in holsters. Like he's a gunfighter. <laughs> but it was oh man, that's a great scene. Uh, one of one of my favorite scenes from the movie is when Mike Myers is surprises uh, Cassandra with uh, speaking Cantonese. Yes. Zang. <laughs> Come to find huh. out, T. Carrere had absolutely no idea what Mike Myers was saying when he spoke, because she never really spoke Cantonese. Not really surprised by that. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, wow, didn't know that. Uh, so, speaking of her character, does yes. anybody remember what the... I know you do, Matt, because you've probably got it in front of you. Uh, Sir Bradley, do you remember the name of the band that Tia Carrera fronted? Oh, I don't no, have it in front of you, but I know it anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, Matt, if you don't know this, we're going to fight after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know. No. Can I take that it's one? It's Crucial, crucial Taunt. taunt. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, no, I ruined that for you. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> Crucial Taunt. Yeah, that's a, that is a great straight out of the early 90s band name. You know they never it's, really uh, gave her credit for the song ahead. that they they never gave any credit to the song that they were playing the first time Wayne meets her. They don't even list it in the soundtrack or anything. You can uh, there's unless you listen to it and you can probably find out now if you say, "Hey Siri, listen to this." It'll probably tell you what the song is right. and if you can hear it. But they they didn't right. list any of that in the soundtrack and the credits or anything. So at this point, I don't know what it is. Oh man, uh, I'm racking my brain. I I don't think I do either. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to. Once again, I wanted to watch this uh, prior to to talking about it on the episode. Now, I'm limited to Netflix only, mm-hmm. so it's not there. Oh yeah, it's on. It's on the loop. Coffee, but uh, the ex-wife won that one. So. <laughs> I didn't yeah. watch it either before uh, before recording. I'm just I'm going strictly I, from uh, bong resin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amen, brother. Me too. I did do some research, but I didn't watch the movie. What are y'all's favorite scenes from the movie? That you can remember. Brad, I'll let you go first. Man, I like the product placement jokes. Uh, yes. Um, 
it's just like a total cop out and they're not supposed to be copping out. Uh, New so those were Little always my favorite yellow, parts of different. it. Where, where he's got the bag of Doritos and he's like, yeah, we're not selling out. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the Pizza Huts and the uh, new print, and Pepsi. New print, little yellow, different. Yeah. Uh, hang on a second. I actually may have the um, exact order they were in. Give me just a second. It, 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 didn't they call it the gratuitous? Yes. Gratuitous product place? Yes. It, yeah. 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 So it goes, first of all, it goes Pizza Hut, Doritos, Reebok, Nuprin, and Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's where I see things just a little differently. Contract or no, I will not bow to any sponsor. <laughs> Basically, that's the nature of the beast. Maybe I'm wrong on this one, but me, the beast doesn't include selling out. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, what about you, Mike? What's your favorite scene? Oh, man, there's so many scenes in that movie. Um I got to say that I'm fairly partial to the scene with uh, Mike Myers and Tia Carrera um, where they're at home in camera bed. One, camera two. The camera one, camera two yeah. thing. That's where, that's where he does the uh, happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> that, that, that one, that one kind of sticks out a lot for me. Calgon. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? <laughs> Man, they made bank on just the product placement from that movie. Oh, yeah, they had to. Now, my favorite scene was, uh, this is actually something I've known for a long, long time, uh, because I saw it in an interview with Dana Carvey and Rob Lowe. Um, my favorite scene is when the uh, Rob Lowe's character comes in to the to tell Wayne and Garth in the new studio where they've rebuilt Wayne's, uh, you know, parents' basement uh, about some of the changes they're going to make uh, to the show. You know, where Dana Carvey standing behind uh, some parts and then he starts hitting something with a hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was a robot arm, robot arm that Garth was working on. Now, it was confirmed by both Rob Lowe and Dana Carvey that the reason why Garth was doing that was because the arm was designed to kill Rob Lowe's character. And it's why the arm reaches for him when discussing the changes. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, also, also another. actually, I just thought of this. Another scene that I really enjoyed um, was when... Uh, when Garth is at the donut shop at closer to the end of the movie oh. and, and the camera pans over to Ed O'Neill, whose character's name is Glenn, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts talking about if anybody's ever killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a good one too. Oh, Man, that movie, the movie's great. Um, what about some quotes from the movie? Do you all have some of your favorites? Because I, I made a list of all my favorite ones. I got, I've got thirteen. We've already gone through a couple of them. 
just shooting off memory. Now, now, man, it's been forever for, for me since I've seen it. So I don't have like quote, quote, quote bits of memory that I have. But uh, but no, I can't give a quote. Uh, uh, hang on. Yeah. So one, one of my favorites, um, you know, when they go to, to visit Benjamin in his condo, which is Rob Lowe's character. Yeah. And, and they're on the balcony. Garth goes, what floor is this? And Wayne goes, um, the 23rd. (laughs) (laughs) Here's what, here's one of my favorites. Uh, It was actually an ad lib line, which makes Wayne's reaction to it and laugh. Um, uh, authentic. It's it's the one where Garth says, did you ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when you put on a dress and played a girl bunny? <laughs> so you've got Mike Myers cracking up. <laughs> and he goes, no. <laughs> uh, also, from from the first the movie, um, where, where they're going to the donut shop and they run into the cop, uh, and he and he's talking about cavity searches, and Wayne's like, "No way!" And he goes, "Way, I inspected twelve individuals myself, inside and out." <laughs> uh here here's one that uh might hit close to home to about everybody garth marriage is punishment for shoplifting in some countries true (laughs) i like the moment of silence we all gave to it (laughs) yes oh um Oh, oh, one of the most uh, one of the most iconic lines out of the movie. If you're gonna spew, spew into this. Yes, and where that comes off from is uh, where Garth's talking away. What do you do if every time you see this one incredible woman, you think you're gonna hurl? And Wayne goes, "I say hurl. If you blow chunks and she comes back, she's yours. But if you spew and she bolts, it was never meant to be." That man is a poet. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Love it. Uh, who can forget the a sphincter says what joke? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Exactly. <laughs> uh, when they first uh, get ready to, where Wayne gets ready to first meet Cassandra and they're at Gasworks and they go, the, that bass player's a babe. She makes me feel kind of funny. Like when we used to climb the rope in gym class. (laughs) 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 Wayne and guards getting on their knees and saying, we're not worthy and we're not worthy to Alice Cooper. Uh, Yes. Uh, One one of my favorite, actually, now that we're talking about that, is when they're talking to Alice Cooper and he goes into the spiel about uh, the name, where the name Milwaukee come from. Mm -hmm. It was, It'll be Milly <laughs> You know, that was actually off the top of his head, too, because uh, they didn't really have a they had like one line for him to say, and they just kind of told him to go. And he just, just kind of went went with it. <laughs> you get the That's feeling amazing. that a lot of those guys um, that come from those early, uh, late 80s, early 90s uh, SNL, it seems like a lot of those guys were just like incredible with uh, improv. Oh yeah, because they come from uh, 
uh, a lot of them were Canadian and they come from second city was, it was a really big improv uh, troop up there. Sort of like the whose line is it anyway, troop down in the U S and over in England, second city was a real big one. That's where and Mike Myers got to start there and a number of others. I have no life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely have some, some issues. <laughs> uh, Probably my. I think we all have our issues. Yeah, I tell you what, my two favorite quotes. I'll start with one because there's a little story to it, and then the next one's just the funniest. Uh, do you, you remember when? Um, <laughs> so Wayne's ex girlfriend, played by Lara Flynn Boyle, uh, gives him a gun rack for his birthday. <laughs> a gun rack? I don't even have any guns, let alone a rack consisting of me owning more than one. <laughs> you know that actually stems from that's actually a true story where wayne had a, a girlfriend who now it was meant as a joke that she gave it to him she uh, they'd gone through some troubles and that was sort of like a, a joke gift but he kind of threw that in there <laughs> he actually felt really bad about that after the movie came out and called and apologized to her <laughs> oh wow yeah yeah <laughs> but I have to say my all time favorite quote of the entire movie is when Garth is talking about Rob Lowe's character. Uh, if Benjamin were an ice cream, <laughs> if Benjamin were an ice cream flavor, he'd be pralines and Dick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, um, that's my favorite. <laughs> I, I was all, I was always partial to, uh, you know, after they talk to Chris Farley, who's the security guard uh, for Mr. Big at the, the Aerosmith concert. Yeah. Where he, te- where he tells him the order of the cities that Mr. Big is traveling. And Wayne goes, you know, for a security guard, he had an awful lot of information, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Chris Farley. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, is anybody else? Does anybody have anything uh, else they would like to say about this movie, other than just reminiscing about how awesome it is? No, no. Um, the only kind of preparation I got to do was, was uh, last night. Uh, my daughter decided that she wanted to watch a movie with Daddy, and she selected Austin Powers Gold, and that's about the closest I came to. Um, <laughs> any research, just watching Mike Myers movies. <laughs> so for Wayne's world, no, not for me. <laughs> what about you, tiny? Uh, you know, there's, there's several things, um, that we could sit here and talk about. Um, like when he's ordering at the drop through for the donut shop, <laughs> Oh yeah, and he and, and pretends he, it goes out. The and speaker just, goes he, out, and they nail his order one hundred percent. Like that's that's just nuance to the movie. Like <laughs> there's so many little things that go on. Uh, Twizzlers, right? Or uh, what was it? Red Red Rope. <laughs> oh, that was from the second movie. Oh, is that from the second movie? Yeah, yeah. Which we'll have to do an episode on that at some point too. No, I don't know when, but at some point, Wayne's World 2, yes. 
back when they made movies and just put a number at the end uh, at the end of the title instead of trying to give it special names. Wayne's World Two, simple. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, how how about the scene where they when they first get to Milwaukee and they do the whole Laverne and Shirley opening? Oh, I forgot about Laverne oh and Shirley. My God. Oh. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. That, man. I've got to sit back and that think about great. that for a second because, man, I forgot about that. That was great. <laughs> and they did oh. not miss a beat. That was perfect. That was absolutely perfect. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it was basically a shot-for-shot remake of the opening for Laverne and Charlie. It was. Now, I my... Thinking about that, oh my gosh, uh, seeing uh, Wayne and Garth, Dana Carvey and Mike Myers, uh, I didn't get their names in the right order on either one. Uh, <laughs> so don't try to match those names up with the uh, with the actors in that order, ladies and gentlemen. But when they're riding on that bicycle in tandem. <laughs> yes. Just oh, like it. Oh, yeah. it's great. Oh. Oh. Oh, man. I, I, just, I could go on and on and on about this movie. But, oh, 110%. But we probably shouldn't. Uh, so let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, bring the segment to a close with uh, one more thing for uh, for T. Carrer. Show wing. You guys like her? You should you should watch her in Showdown in Little Tokyo. Oh, I have. <laughs> if you really like her that way, you'll really oh. like her in Playboy. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> see, I'm a big Brandon Lee fan, and so, you know, he was he was in that movie as well. So. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. Uh, let's go into our nostalgia item of the week. Now, I'm sending this to both of you through our little chat group so you can see what it is. Oh my f- Oh man! <laughs> wow! Wow! Okay! Wow! Yeah. Nestle uh, Quick in a tin, in a metal tin uh, container. Uh, yeah, I, I remember those real well. I wasn't a fan of the strawberry. But well, that's the I only picture I could strawberry find. Strawberry was it. always my favorite. Yes, yes. Strawberry was always my favorite. <laughs> I, I even opened up that thing on numerous occasions and just ate a spoonful of powder. And we all wonder what's wrong with Brad. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, wow. I can't even, like, I, I don't even have words for that because the chocolate was not that great. <laughs> the strawberry was great, man. And it, uh, but no matter what, when you got down towards the bottom of the glass, most of the powder settled, had settled on the bottom. Oh, of the yeah. Glass. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. It's, yeah. it's because you were supposed to mix it with milk and well, yeah. milk is cold. Yeah. And you have to keep milk cold to keep it good. <laughs> and spoiler alert, powders don't mix well in the cold liquid. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and the, the thing I didn't like about it was like you'd get down close to the bottom, you start scraping the tin. <sighs> That always bothers me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's all that sugar that just hardened. Yeah. 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 
Uh, have bodybuilders yeah, and people that work out get the same sort of uh, feeling when they leave their uh, their protein powder and their uh, pre workout sitting in the car overnight. <laughs> all all I'm saying is that growing up through my childhood, everything that we had, there's no way could have been healthy for me at all. <laughs> no way, not at all. Yeah, I'm 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 more scared about the. Uh, the younger generations, I'm paranoid about all the crap that they put out for us to eat now. So, <laughs> with the with the exception of uh, you know, all that healthy cereal stuff that tastes like cardboard. Yeah, yeah, I eat healthy. no healthy cereal. I eat healthy <laughs> cereal, cinnamon <laughs> toast crunch. It's healthy for my mental well being. Yeah, uh, it's, it's I'm sorry. It's not, it, mentally health. If if it does. If it doesn't contain marshmallows, it's not a cereal. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I can make it have marshmallows in it because you can buy bags of just the marshmallows now. Oh, I know. Like those are that's not as good as they as it thinks, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, I haven't I've, tried it, but <laughs> well, I've tried a bowl of nothing but marshmallows. It. <laughs> well, see, there's your first mistake. That's the thing. You can't have just marshmallows. You have to have some cereal in there. But you can't tell me it's a real breakfast cereal unless it has marshmallows. (laughs) It definitely, definitely other cereal to compensate. Yes. And it gave me a whole new appreciation for the not so great pieces in Lucky Charms. Yeah. Whatever it is. Wheat. (laughs) grain whatever it is that i'm making with the marshmallows Look yeah but if, if, if captain crunchberry wasn't your favorite we can't be well uh i think that's i can go all day on cereal man let's let's not get started on cereal no let, let's go ahead and bring this episode to a close <laughs> Uh, I would like to thank um, our Podbean listeners, you guys uh, here that are on mic uh, with me. Uh, thank you, Alan, for joining us for the time that you did. We always appreciate it when he gets on here. Um, <clears throat> man, I need something to drink. <laughs> uh, thank you for nobody suing us yet. That's always a good thing. Uh, <laughs> Of course, I forgot to mention this earlier. We also have Facebook and Twitter, Soaking Nostalgia and uh, Deadpan Studio 18. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to email us, SoakingNostalgia at gmail.com, DeadpanStudio18 at gmail.com, as well as the website, DeadpanStudio.com. And we stream on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, as well as the Podbean app and website, DeadpanStudio.podbean.com. Uh, you're welcome. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh need the cigarette after that <laughs> that's right <laughs> i would just well, like you to always left with... me feeling satisfied <laughs> i would just like to close with another quote if we could yes where wayne where wayne says i mean led zeppelin didn't write tunes that everyone liked they left that to the Bee Gees. <laughs> <laughs> i love it <laughs> See you all next time. As always, I'm your host, the Matt. Sir, 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 Bradley.
and tiny. And I will say thank you again to Alan Hogan for joining us. He couldn't say bye with us tonight, but he was in here earlier. Thank you, man. We'll catch you next time. See you guys.